Faith FM Breakfast Show with your hosts, Lyle and Lawson. Good morning and welcome. You're listening on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network. Shout out to our listeners from, and Mon, you can tell me if you know where this is, Railton, Tasmania. No, never You have no it. idea where Railton is? <laughs> I thought you were Tasmanian. I'm not a real Tasmanian, dude. We also have Burpengary, Queensland. Shout out to those guys. In there. And Kyogle. I know it. I know that place. Are you sure you pronounce that? Kyogle? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Kyogle, New South Wales. All on 87.6, except Railton. They're on 87.8. Okay, but cool. shout out to those guys. Welcome to the show. If you're from those areas, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. It's not the Lyle and Lawson show this morning because we've got the amazing Monica oh, joining bless. us here in the studio. Knock, knock. Who, who's there? Tank. Tank who? Tank you. <laughs> <laughs> do I tell him, Shell? When do I tell him? <laughs> what, what do you tell them? It's National Knock Knock Joke Day. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, there you go. Fair enough. All right, like, I'm going to take this seriously. Knock, I'm knock. Gonna, who's there? Nobel. No, Nobel who? Nobel, that's why I knocked. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> I ran away. It was, it was a ding dong. Worst dish. radio joke yeah, ever. Yeah, that's right. No one, no one could see about that. But hey, I, I ran away. Uh, you are listening to the breakfast show. We are so grateful that you're with us here on this beautiful morning. You're listening to the breakfast show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. You are listening to the breakfast show this morning, and Monica, yeah. you are going to give us the first clue of the well, the first question of the quiz. For the week. Knock, knock. Who's <laughs> Cow says. Cow says who? No, no, no. Cow says Moo Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> okay, now I'm going to give you the quiz. <laughs> so we have a wonderful, uh, we have a really extra special quiz this week. We are actually giving away two prizes to two winners. I have never in all my Faith FM loving days heard of this happening. This is mm. unprecedented generosity. Yeah, we're just, just giving just, it out. We're just raining presents mm-hmm. down on our listeners. Mm-hmm. So if you can answer any one of the uh, quiz questions throughout this week, uh, you'll go into the draw to win um, a prize. But it's not going to be one person who wins. It's going to be two people who win. So basically mm. we're going to uh, – Put all the names in the hat, basically. Spin the wheel. Mm. We shall draw one person's name out first. That person gets to choose which of the two prizes they want. And that all being said, yeah. last week's winner oh. only had one entry in the oh. quiz. We we had Four people who who'd answered like every single question for the week. Like we had people just we ha- it was stacked. Yeah, you just this need guy one. Had one entry, one foot in the door, and so uh, the first person will pick which of the two they want, and then we'll spin the wheel again and pick out a second person, and then that person gets the other prize. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about the prizes. We got two of them. Uh, they're really amazing. One of them is a devotional box gift set. So this is not just like a like one little thing. This is like a, a full on box gift set. Uh, it's called um, My Life Today and Jesus Wins by Elizabeth Talbot and Ellen G. White. So it's two books in one. One is a is an adult devotional um, for 
for called sorry called Jesus Wins by Elizabeth Talbot, and the other one is a devotional, like an evening devotional called My Life Today by E.G. White. So this is really great. We're, we're actually doing this because we want people to start thinking about next year and start thinking about the devotional life and and getting prepped for that. So this would arrive in your mail uh, mid December, all ready mm. for um, the new year. So we have a, a morning devotional, evening devotional, and then the second prize is once again uh, a double set. So this is amazing. We're not only giving away prizes to two people, but each person gets two books each this is amazing so the second one is also a devotional set it's called the bridegroom is coming by eg white and it is finished by eg white mm. um so yeah really incredible prizes i kind of wish i wasn't on radio and i could enter this <laughs> 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 um but here we go here is the first quiz uh for today straight off the bat how did eli die Oh, yeah. there you go. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one, and you will get your entry is, as has been explained. What's that question again for us, Monica? How did Eli die? And feel free to look it up if you're not sure. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Now, I would ask you what's going on in the world of positively different news, but before I ask you that, knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Chooch. Choo-choo. I didn't know you were a train. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, that's that's my one for today. I might have one later, but yeah, you know, I love it. <laughs> let's, let's get it. Let's get into some positively different news, oh, Monica. Okay. What's happening? So I'm gonna be sharing something personal today. Ooh. I'm gonna try and do it without crying. Please forgive me if I bore my eyes out on radio. Um, so uh, as I suppose a lot of listeners might know, mm. about two weeks ago, um. My, I, I used to live in a bus. I was doing the van life uh, for a couple of years there. And two weeks ago, my bus was stolen and burnt to the ground. And I kind of lost everything I had. And um, Lyle and Lawson did a segment about it on radio the next day. And um, I just wanted to say thank you so much to all the listeners who have reached out and helped. So, Yeah, no, we... We have been overwhelmed with people writing in and and supporting Monica, and particularly uh, the GoFundMe was set up by her mom and people supporting financially as well. And it has just been fantastic to see. Yeah, so much love coming to Monica. So many people who know us but don't really know us, but want to help in all the ways that we can. Uh, and it's, and I think this then definitely builds bridges between us and you and each other. And so we have loved <laughs> Monica. We love you and the listeners Thanks. love you. And it's been fantastic um, yeah, to be able I've, to see their support. I've just been so grateful to be part of, a, um, part of a larger community, like part of mm. a larger church community. I was, I was just saying this some of the day I, was, I said to them, I don't, understand how people who who don't have that faith in god can get through trauma like this like i I just to me it was just unfathomable like i've just been so overwhelmed with um Mm. messages of love encouraging messages um you know people giving their support people showing up people sending money it's just Mm. it's just really blown me away and it it really touches my heart and (laughs) it makes me cry a lot (laughs) i've been a a blubbering mess for a while (laughs) i can't even look at the gofundme without having a breakdown so it's just um yeah it's just Mm. such kindness it's it's been um it's been making me feel so loved you know one mm. of my friends calls me every other day and she's like you are so loved you are so can you not see how much love you're getting and i'm mm. like yeah yeah i can see it so yeah um uh so just an update on the situation um uh and i guess maybe just a prayer request that i have uh um <clears throat> i have been asked <clears throat> excuse me communicating with the police and with the insurance and um 
it turns out I probably won't get that much of an insurance payout unless they catch the guys. Mm. Um, so it turns out there's this thing that happens where they, um, if they catch the criminals, they can then sue the criminals for uh, the amount that I've lost. And so up until that point, um, it's going to be a, a, a lot less. Wow. And yeah, yeah. So apparently there's like a fund that the government pay will pay out from that and then the criminals then owe the government the amount yeah. so it's not it's actually like a, a, the bulk of the money that usually gets paid doesn't actually come from the insurance company it yeah. comes from a government fund sure and so i wasn't even interested in justice i was like i just i just wanted to move on but mm. now i'm like okay now i really want to catch these guys <laughs> <laughs> so if we could just pray that yeah that those people are brought to justice and mm. um and yeah and uh yeah, thank you so much again, um, mm. Faith FM family. It's it's just been really lovely hearing from you all. I um I was I was tuned in and listening to the show the next day after it happened, and um and was just so touched. Lyle was sending me the messages that people had sent through, mm. and uh, yeah, it was really lovely, mm. and uh, also incredibly grateful because Faith FM organised for me to receive uh, post trauma counselling with um. Uh, the psychologist that comes on your show, mm. uh, Jennifer Skews. So mm. um, she did a segment that next day and um, I started counseling with her, which has just been really, uh, really, really helpful. And I'm particularly grateful for that, um, just uh, especially because, you know, she was teaching me about how once you've gone through a trauma, it's best to deal with it and help to help mm. you process it as soon as possible so it doesn't like rear its head later in life as post-traumatic yes. stress disorder, as PTSD. And I wanted to share, I don't know if Lyle's already, has Lyle already talked about my little note on air shell has okay, okay i want to share this story um i'm gonna try doing this without crying again <laughs> forgive me everyone i'm a little bit messy um okay so i uh, directly after the incident i spent um uh, two nights at Lyle and Shell's sleeping mm. in the attic. Uh, but then after that, I actually had a house sit that I had, had pre-organized, you know, before the incident. And I decided to honor, um, you know, that situation. And so I went to the house just in Katara and, uh, and the first night I had a weird experience in that I just started to fear, feel scared. Mm. And I'm, I'm not someone who's particularly fearful of life. I'm very like sort of happy go lucky. Mm. And, uh, and so I, I had a really hard time sleeping the first night just because I was alone in a big house and I just, just mm. suddenly became scared of the world around me, which is just super mm. unusual. And, um, uh, the next morning was when I had my first session with, um, Jennifer Scoos. And she talked me through it and she helped me to understand that that is a, a normal res trauma, res trauma response. And, uh, and she started to counsel me. And she, the takeaway phrase from the counseling session that morning was faith over fear. Mm. And, uh, and she really encouraged me to remember these words, um, <clears throat> you know, that when I started to feel overwhelmed with fear, to, to think, you know, faith over fear. And, uh, and so that was, you know, a great session. Um, mm. And then uh, went throughout my life the rest of the day. And then in the evening, I was around the corner at a shopping center from where I was staying. And, um, and it was getting late. It was getting dark. And I knew that I, I had to go back to the house. Um, but I realized I start, was starting to procrastinate going back to the house because I was starting to feel scared again about being alone in the house. And, um, and I was just wandering aimlessly around Kmart. Mm basically just procrastinating leaving and um and i was in the beauty section <laughs> sniffing perfumes and i i wish i could accurately describe how this feels but it's just there's just no words i i saw an, a handwritten note just a little like a post-it note mm. on the shelf in kmart and my eyes immediately spied the words on just written on the bottom of this little note faith over fear mm. and i i was like what and I, I, 
it's like I, I was whipping my head around looking like, you know, is Jennifer here? Is someone following me? Like <laughs> someone planting this message for me? And, um, and I couldn't, I just couldn't believe my eyes and I, and I, I picked it up and it was a little note and it honestly said faith over fear on one side. And then I flipped it over and on the other side were some hand drawn flowers and it said run to God when all feels lost. Wow. Yeah. So I, I was just blown away. It was, yeah, God just sent me a, like a physical, tangible note. Mm. Just to encourage me um, in that moment, mm. and um, and so I now have that in my Bible, and I will keep it forever. Amen. It is one of my only possessions. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and yeah, and so I just yeah. Once again, I just wanted to reiterate a huge thank you to all the listeners. Um, really appreciate the love that you've sent. Really appreciate the person who left that little note in Kmart. Turns out it's just a little little girl who has like a Pinterest page and just wants to witness to people. And so wow. yeah, that really touched my heart. So yeah, thank you everyone. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. All I can say after that is Monica. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Oh, <laughs> dude, I was, I was going crazy. Okay, fine. Who? Who's there? Amos. Amos who? A mosquito bit me. Oh, no, Lawson. Wait, wait, wait. Knock, knock. Who's there? Andy. Andy who? Andy bit me again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have another question for the quiz. Okay. Uh, Second quiz, uh, fill in the blank. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and blank, blank to myself. Ooh. Mm. There you go. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. Monica, what is our amazing prizes this morning? Uh, So we have have two double prizes, would you believe? Double, double. Uh, we have a, a devotional gift set, Jesus Wins and My Life Today by Elizabeth mm. Talbot and E.G. White. And then we have another another gift set, um, The Bridegroom is Coming and It is Finished, both by E.G. White. Two devotional gift sets, getting you ready for 2023. Mm. Really hoping that's going to be a better year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I totally agree. And at this time, as much as we, you know, I, I, I loved your story, Monica, that you just Thanks shared. So and I love it when people you know, come here and host and talk about things that cry on the radio. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Talk about things that are happening in their life, you know, uplifting and hopeful. And it's something that we definitely need at this time as maybe one of the biggest tragedies of the year has Mm. just taken place. Yeah. Uh, So for those who don't know, uh, we talked about it briefly in our news intro news section, but in South Korea, in the capital city of Seoul, in the Taiwan district, there has been a crowd crush event where 153 people have passed away. So sad. Now, essentially how this happened was that on this night, which was, you know, on the weekend, the restrictions, the COVID restrictions in Seoul, in in South Korea, were lifted for the first time in three years. Oh, wow. Here in Australia, we have been out of COVID restrictions Mm -hmm. since late 2022. You don't even have to quarantine, self-isolate anymore. Sorry, late 2021. Yeah, that's right. We're, you know, no public masks, no Mm check-ins, nothing. In Seoul, uh, yeah, in South Korea, it's basically, they've been under varying levels of restrictions up until this last weekend. And as a result of the restrictions being let off and, you know, a, a festive time in 
in Halloween. Now, we've talked about Halloween on the show before. We've talked about our opinions on Halloween and how, where as Christians, we are not supporters of participating in Halloween as it's basically spiritualism. But in South Korea, it's, and in most places, it's, it's a festive time and, and particularly for adults. Like there are like Halloween parties and stuff, but it's just an excuse to party. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's an excuse to party. The restrictions have just been lifted. Every All the young people in Seoul are like, yeah, let's get out. And that's why they're particularly in the Itaewon district, because the place where this event, this terrible tragedy happened, was a small alleyway that led into a club street. So there was a street full of clubs. Everyone's going to the club. A 100,000 people are going to the clubs. Wow. They have to walk down this downhill narrow street and... Basically, what took place is as they're walking down the street, a hundred thousand people follow, like funneling into this two-lane alley. Uh, some people start to trip, and it's downhill. More people start to trip. More people start to trip, and yeah, pandemonium just sat it set in as people were tripping over the top of each other, but then continuing to push forward. Mm. And what we have seen is one of the most tragic crowd crushing events at least in the modern era and in a yeah. developed nation that yeah. i can think of i remember towards the end of last year 2021 that was the big travis scott concert he's a rapper it was in mm-hmm. in houston texas and they had a crowd crush event there where they overbooked uh and over you know filled a stadium mm-hmm. there and eight people died there was mm-hmm. eighty thousand people attending and eight people died and hundreds injured and it was a terrible tragedy but this is unprecedented. Yeah. Uh, what what has happened? And, and I, crowd mentality can can get quite scary as well. That's right. And essentially, what what I see here is again, you know, you've got people being let out of restrictions. You've got the excitement of people wanting to go and just party, and as a result, yeah, this terrible tragedy has happened. Now, the thing is, is that I can't sit here and you know, this very new story, very fresh. I can't sit here and tell you how exactly they should have fixed this or saved this or, yeah, obviously it's like, wow, all those people funneling into that tight alley, you know, what were they thinking? It it actually makes you grateful. You know, I know Australia is often seen as a nanny state and we have Mm. too many rules, but every time you go to an event and you see those annoying barriers and you have that, those, they snake you through a particular route and stuff. Mm. You should be grateful because those things are actually protecting you from crowd stampeding. That's right. And, and what we see here, like, this this tragedy is completely unprecedented. The only reason there were so many people out is because the restrictions had been lifted, but there was no way that people could have known how many people mm. would come, come out. out. Yeah. And yeah, unfortunately it's resulted in the death of 153 people. An Australian was included among them. There was oh. there was out of the 153 people, there was 20 foreigners who had been identified, oh. including an Australian who has the information hasn't been released to the public but this is a yeah a terrible disaster and and particularly because this is young people as well yeah. these these are people in their late teens early 20s you know you know mm-hmm. at probably late tween teens to 30s that's yeah. that's the age group we're talking about young adults and i i really see you know i, I don't have any advice to give i don't i i, I don't have any solution for a, a tragedy that's so unprecedented other than this is a time of deep mourning and reflection and of prayer. And these mm. people, these families need 
prayer. And we do know that in South Korea, it's a place where the gospel is going forward and, and yeah, churches are growing and people are learning about God and accepting him. And so, yeah, at this time, it's just pray uh, that the various organizations, the various Christian charities who usually jump in at this time to, to help these situations, that they do jump in and lead people to God. Mm. That's what we need to pray for. And I think particularly of, uh, yeah, ADRA and, and various, uh, yeah, various different uh, charities and organizations that are set up over in South Korea who have the ability to reach these people in this really tragic time. And as we we're talking about in, in your segment, Monica, about the, what you've been going through and, you know, overcoming the, the trauma, uh, mm. that comes with a terrible event. We also want to pray for these people that they can experience faith over fear. Amen. That they can overcome their trauma, not by turning to the world, uh, which is usually some level of substance abuse or alcoholism or whatever it may be, but that they can turn to Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Please, yeah, pray for South Korea at this time. In other news, I have a couple minutes to talk about the new Prime Minister of the UK. We didn't really talk about him at all last week. Yeah. But the new Prime Minister of the UK, Rishi Sunak, mm-hmm. the first Asian Prime Minister of the UK. Ooh. Yeah, the first Hindu Prime Minister of the UK and a practicing Hindu at that as well, uh, particularly compared to Liz Truss, who said, yes, I agree with Christian values, but I'm not a practicing Christian myself. Uh, so, yeah, it seems as though they've They've got this guy in. He is the leader of the Conservative Party in the UK as well. And, you know, they're, they're, they're very much about the conservative mantra. We want a small, quiet government that is, a, you know, enabling the, the vulnerable people of the country, you know, you know, making the best decisions so that people can live their, their own lives and helping those in need. That's, that's usually the, the, mm-hmm. the, the mantra of the conservatives. Small government, small government, uh, that is, yeah, another big focus on, in the, you know, UK government at the moment is, holding a prime minister for a certain amount of time and not having a leadership spill and not having people resign. But, uh, yeah, having leadership moving forward. There's been lots of good things said about Rishi Sunak. I guess for me, you know, as a Christian, looking at his faith background as well, he is a very much practicing Hindu. And a lot of Christians in the UK are actually appreciative (laughs) of his appointment. I'm actually really excited to see how it goes. Because, you know, you would say, okay, well, he's not Christian, he's Hindu, but being a practicing Hindu, he is someone who will promote and uphold religious liberty. Mm -hmm. So that is the excitement in the UK at the moment from a Christian perspective. But uh, yeah, Rishi Sunak, he has been in since October 25th. It's his sixth day on the job this morning. And uh, I guess we'll see from here all the turmoil in the UK and just Europe in general at the moment with the, the Russia-Ukraine invasion and the energy crisis and all sorts of issues going down. Liz Truss was like, hey, I'm out of here. I don't, uh, you know, this is this job isn't for me. Rishi Sunak, we'll see, you know, how he goes. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM positively different after this we have an interview about metabolic health let out by blake but before we get into it let's get another question for the quiz according to nahum one what is the lord slow to zero four nine one zero six four six six nine also if you just want to um play the play the quiz but you don't actually want to have a prize that's fine just put a little star in front of your answer when you send it in so according to Nahum 1, what is the Lord slow to? 
Good morning. We have with us George Steffen, and we're going to talk about some metabolic health. George, how are you doing? Really good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I am a little confused though, because I don't know what metabolic health is. You know, I'm a, I'm just a simple uh, redneck from Northern California, just trying to figure stuff out. Help me understand metabolic health. Sure, no problem. So, metabolic health is how your body converts food to energy. Whoa. Okay. So it basically is like the food conversion. And if I'm not mistaken, you are a functional uh, nutritional nutritionist. Is that nutritionist. right? Functional nutritionist. A little tongue tied there. So Yes, yes that, that's correct. Yes. Yeah, that means how nutrition relates to disease specifically and health, health and disease. Interesting. Okay. So walk us through metabolic health. Help us to understand what this is. So metabolic health, as I said, is how the body converts food to energy. Now, in that process, if the body has problems with it, converting food to energy, what it will inevitably do is the body will stop burning fat. It will stop burning its own body fat, and it will start to live almost 100% off glucose. Mm. Right, so does that make sense? Yeah, so, so basically it, your body has these fat storage containers just ready to right. ready to go, but instead that's of right. using that the way that it should, something has yes. changed, and so now you're just living off of uh, soda yes. and candy and uh, yummy things that that's are bad right. for us. That's right, <laughs> yeah. Yes, so we have uh, – let me explain the two petrol tank so we have two petrol tanks, if you like. There's actually three, but the, the, the other one's irrelevant for the discussion. But the two are the fat tank, the fat petrol tank, mm-hmm. and then there's the glucose petrol tank. So the glucose is only meant to be used for emergencies or when we are doing physical training or physical hard work. The fat tank is what is supposed to fuel us for the majority of the day. Now, as soon as you hmm. start to have metabolic conditions, you stop using the fat tank and you just rely on the glucose tank. So it's kind of like, I'm just thinking the difference between maybe kerosene and nitroglycerine. You know, like we got yes. the, we got the glucose is burning hot, burning fast, like the nitro. Yep. And then we've got the kerosene kind of fat, slow burn, right? That's correct. That okay. is absolutely and so yes. when, when our bodies are not in tip-top metabolic health, we yes. are using the wrong fuel tank. The wrong fuel tank. And so do you want to know what the effects are oh. using the wrong petrol tank? Absolutely. <laughs> I definitely want to know. Okay. I'm a little okay. nervous because I think I might be re- <laughs> using the wrong fuel tank here, so I'm a little scared. <laughs> um, we can flick the switch. Okay. okay. Um, so – what the effects are of using the wrong fuel is that the body will start to have inflammation. Now, inflammation is the hallmark of every single chronic disease, every single chronic disease. It's like a side effect, but it also it creates its own conditions long-term if you have inflammation. So we can't be living off this glucose tank, glucose tank day in and day out. Now, to put that in practical terms... right. If you have serious inflammation, you end up with going down one of four pathways. You end up going down the, the pathway of heart attacks, 
Or it may not be that. Yeah, that's a nasty one. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So it may not be that. Your body may go down the cancer route where the cells, too many cells multiply. It may go down the uh, neurodegenerative pathway, which is Alzheimer's and and those sort of diseases, dementia, right? Okay. Or, Or it will go down the diabetes way, which we have 1 billion people in the world currently who are diabetic or pre-diabetic as at today. Well, yeah. you, got, you got my attention. I don't want any of those outcomes. And That's I, right. I actually have been having some inflammation in my right leg sometimes. And I, I don't right. know where it's coming from, don't know what it's doing. So what can I do to flip the switch? Okay, so to flip the switch, we need to start getting the body to burn fat, to use its own fat tank, to, to tap into that petrol tank that stores fat. Now, we have, most of us, have enough energy in that petrol tank to go for weeks and months and months, right? Oh, Whereas I, got a, the, I got a big old tank, trust me. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, got, I, got, I got months ahead of me uh, for, for that tank, if we're talking about the fat tank. <laughs> well, well, it's funny. Even Olympic athletes, an Olympic athlete really? has between – Yes, Olympic athletes have 10 to 12 kilograms of body fat on average, um, which means – that they can live for, if you, if you look at the formula, that one kilogram contains almost 8,000 calories, right? So now, all of a sudden, an Olympic athlete has 80,000 calories worth in their fat tank. Divide that by, say, 2,000 a day, they could live for 40 days very comfortably. And, of course, if, if they were in, on a desert island and no food, I could probably live for 60 to 80 days. That's an Olympic athlete who's extremely lean. So the rest of us, well, we could live for months a month. So I'm not saying we should do that. <laughs> what I'm saying is... <laughs> so for any, just for, saying, if you're listening, don't run out and go yeah. to a desert island right now. Like, that's uh, not what we're saying. No. Okay, got it. That's not what we're saying, no. So, so what we're saying is let's flip that switch. How do we flip the switch? Well, we stop eating things that give our body instant, like you use the term, the nitroglycerin um, uh, you know, hit or impact. So we stop eating the ultra-processed stuff, plastic packets. We start eating the real food, the, the things that you can grow or you can gather or you can, you know, for some people who are not vegetarian or whatever, you can hunt um, or fish. So we start eating Real food, tomatoes. On on the vegetable side, we start eating tomatoes, cucumber, salads. On the protein side, we start eating, you know, the beans, the nuts, eggs, right. fish and meat. If you eat meat, meat, fish and meat, and those sort of things. Um, if not, well, then you stick to your yeah, your nuts, tofu, beans, um, and. And, and eggs, you know, and for some people who are pesco vegetarian, they can also eat all of those and the fish as well. So that's how that's how we flip the switch. Uh, okay, well, you know, it's interesting too, and, and different types of meat in, impact different people. I, I was talking to uh, you know Shell and, and Lawson on the show here, and I recently went to I, I had some some beef. You know, I went to go have some beef, and man, my. I, my leg got all inflamed from the beef. I didn't know what it was from before. I've had it, but like that was all I had, 
And the next morning yeah. I had this yeah. inflammation. And so I'm actually like my, my heart is kind of telling me, Hey, it's time to maybe cut back on some of this uh, red meat. It's not as healthy for me as I thought it was. So I, I like the sound of the fact that we can get our protein from all these other sources that you're talking about as well, too, that sound like a better yeah. path moving forward. Look, yeah, for some, absolutely. For some, um, for some people, they are much healthier, and and you know, and for some people, they get a they get a great uh, nutrition out of it. For some, maybe not so much. Uh, it depends who you are. I guess it depends if you have a, you know, if there's a, an ethical choice there as well. True. And um, yeah, so, but but that's why we sort of I use the acronym uh, pick a protein from. And we use an acronym called FED menu. So fish, eggs, beans, meat, and nuts. Fish, eggs, beans, meat, and nuts. So pick one of those with each meal and then add some of your green vegetables to it. So or whatever, your, your vegetables in general. Right. And uh, you can't go wrong. Now, you said avoid the the plastic, right? Um, can, yes. Now, are, you're not talking about what if I buy spinach at uh, Coles or Woolworths in the plastic. That's a, is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I'm, yeah, I'm talking about more, let's say if you go buy a yogurt, let's use yogurt as an example. You go buy yogurt, you can buy a Greek yogurt, which is fairly natural. It's just fermented milk. Right. Or you can go and buy those little super palatable, super yummy, I call them yogurts, um, which are just a tiny little bit of Greek yogurt and the rest is all, sugar and all these fillers and starches and you know, coloring. So they're, they're not real food. They are fake. And that's the stuff that basically adds to your body learning to live off the nitro, not the sustainable Bingo. fuel of the fat. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it starts living off that, off that nitroglycerin or as we call it, you know, the, glucose the glucose or glycogen. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it lives off that. And how do you know if you are living primarily off that tank? Well, I can tell you some of the common symptoms are that people have real, um, they get almost hangry sometimes and they can even feel lightheaded. They go, oh, if I don't eat something in the next five minutes, I think I'm just going to fall over. Right? That's one of the signs. That's one of the key signs. That oh. you're that's one of the key signs because your fat tank is there as a backup. So your if if your body is good at burning fat, it'll just say, "Oh, no problem. We don't have any nitroglycerin. <laughs> Let's go over here to our fat petrol tank, and we'll get some fat reserves, and we'll feed ourselves quite well off that." Interesting. I I I have a um it it's interesting to me that you're saying this because I actually have a friend who is very sensitive to not eating like uh, the, for me I, like I'm a big guy I'm about 140 kilos like maybe 191 centimeters tall so I'm a big boy I'm not like a tiny guy but I can I can go for a long time without eating and it doesn't bother me like oftentimes I'll skip breakfast I won't even eat until like one or two in the afternoon because that's just like I just I don't know. I don't. I just do that. It's almost intermittent fasting without even yes. even thinking yes. about it because it doesn't yes. impact me. But when I'm when I'm with my friend, they lose their mind if they miss a meal. Like we're yes. talking hungry, angry, hangry. It's happening. Yes. It's getting yes. wild. 
And so I guess what you're saying is that is a sign of the metabolic health not working correctly? Correctly. Absolutely. That is one of the, one of the signs that the body is desperate. And what happens is it becomes desperate. It says the petrol tank, my, my glucose petrol tank is running very low. If I don't get some glucose shortly, we are going to die. That's what it thinks. But of course, Wow. Once you teach it to burn fat, that's not going to happen. And from what I'm hearing, the way to teach it to burn fat is, is, did you say Feb menu? Is that right? So, Yeah, like a Feb, like February, but yeah. Feb menu. So, so pick some sort of protein rather than picking a processed food. Pick, pick a, you know, pick a, either, if you eat fish, pick fish. If you eat, um, you know, um, eggs, eat eggs, beans or lentils, pick those. Um, if you eat meat, pick meat. If not, nuts. So pick one of those five proteins to and put with your meal. That is put a with non-processed meal. Yeah. Absolutely. So make that the basis of your meal, and then the body will start to be really happy with the nutrition it's getting and say, okay, I don't need sugar right now. I can survive. I've got so much fat in reserve. I don't need it. Well, George, this has been really helpful. I know for me personally, and I know many of our listeners are going to uh, take uh, away from this and, and re- recognize, hey, I need to flip the switch on my metabolic health. So thank you so much for joining us on Faith FM. It has been an absolute blast. Good to hear from you, George. Thank you. You have a great day. Thank you. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.